Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Mastering College to Career Podcast and where we help you graduate college with your dream job lined up. But before we get on to today's episode of the podcast, I want to share with you guys a training that I created on helping your resume and application beat over 90% of all other applicants. I created this training after almost six years of figuring out a way to making sure that when you submit your resume, that your resume actually gets noticed and it doesn't get deleted by the applicant tracking system. So if you're one of those students that are tired of submitting applications online and never hearing back, you need to check out this 20-minute training that I created. So if you want to learn more about this training, all you got to do is go to my website, masteringcollege2career.com forward slash resume dash training to get access or check out the show notes. And now without further ado, enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College to Career Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today I have an amazing episode for you because today we're going to be talking about why every college student should learn how to code. Yes, I know. You're probably like, well, what if it doesn't apply to me? It's going to apply to you. So I want to introduce to you guys the next guest or the guest for today's podcast, Ashley Kays, and she's the founder of Co-Teachers. And I met Ashley a few years back uh, while a business partner of mine from a previous business were just talking to her because she's just one of the most interesting people I've ever met. She's, you're going to get to know her a little bit in this podcast today, but she's just very passionate about giving back, teaching anybody from little kids that are in middle school and elementary school and high school to adults on how to code, because if you can learn how to code, it will change your life. So Ashley, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I've known you for a long time, like you mentioned, and I'm so proud of everything you've accomplished. So I'm happy to be here speaking with you today. Thank you. I, I've been meaning to, I've been wanting to do this episode for a long time. I just couldn't, um, I just wanted to make sure I had the right person to talk about this. And I do not think that there is a better person that is more passionate about coding and helping individuals how to code than yourself. So tell me, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and where did your passion for coding started? Sure, sure. I, um, I have been interested in technology and computers almost my whole life. I'm really fortunate in that I started really young. I actually learned about design and coding when I was only about 15 years old or younger, which is really common now, but I'm older than probably some of your audience and it was not as common back then. So uh, the the thing that I noticed that it gave me is uh, just this, this voice, this opportunity to be a creator. And I, I just always knew that I was going to do something and that I had this ability to create. So a few years ago, um, so when I started, I was, like I mentioned, 15 and I worked for a real estate, real estate magazine as a graphic designer. And then pretty quickly, I realized that I needed to know so much more to really succeed in this field. So I just kept learning and studying every single day as much as I possibly could to become the best that I could at this. And um, studied multiple things, everything from network engineering to coding to design, user experience, um, how to lead teams, startups, agile, you know, anything you could think of because I really wanted to be able to cover all aspects. And when I was about 20 years old or 1920, I started a consulting company to uh, implement technologies for various industries. And so I had a lot of early opportunity to 
create cool things. And later in life, I realized that I wanted to provide the same opportunity to kids as well because I was really shy. I was bullied and one of the reasons that I started Code Teachers was because I wanted kids that maybe didn't feel like they knew exactly where they fit, to feel like they had a home and to know that they had this cool superpower within them, that they could bring these ideas to life and change their lives forever, you know, and impact a lot of other lives along the way for the better. And and that's amazing. And so like, why coding? Why do you think coding does that? Like, why does coding open so many doors for people? I think because coders and designers, you're really inventors. You're creating something in many cases that never existed before. So you're given this incredible opportunity to use your imagination and then actually see it come to life. And if you can do it yourself, you're not beholden to anyone else um, telling you that it can't be done. You can prove that it can be done because you yourself can do it. So um, one of the things that I've discovered over time is that some things, some people are better at different aspects. Um, they might enjoy design more than coding, or they might enjoy, enjoy managing a project more than coding. But understanding these various aspects makes you not only a better, more well-rounded um, employee or entrepreneur, it also helps you as you're thinking through how to solve problems, what it might feel like to walk in their shoes. So rather than, let's say you're a project manager, rather than the, just dictating, I want this done in 15 minutes, you might realize, wow, this really takes these steps. And I understand, you know, a little bit about what's behind this to bring it to life. So it makes you a more empathetic um, leader potentially. And um, I think it also empowers you to know that you can get things done. So when we were talking about um, doing this episode about two weeks ago, we talked a lot about how like, and, and everybody should learn how to code, even if that's not their day to day. And mm -hmm. it was just about the way that helps them think. And, and you, you, you talked about a little bit about this, but can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Like, why do you believe that maybe every, everybody in middle school or high school should take some basic level coding classes? Well, the thing about learning to code is that you really learn how to think and you learn how to solve problems because not everything is always obvious, especially when you're working with um, code. You know, sometimes you have to figure things out and use creative solutions to solve problems. And I think that it does a few things. One, it gives you confidence because you see that you can do something that's can be a little bit difficult and that you can actually do it yourself. I think it also teaches you how to think systematically, but it also think, teaches you that sometimes just following a system isn't enough. You need to be able to think how to um, solve problems maybe a bit more creatively um, rather than just saying A or B, maybe it's C or a blend of something else. So I think it really teaches you to think outside the box a bit more and also the better and better of a coder you become, the fewer lines of code you need. So I think it also teaches you um, how to become more and more refined in a specific skill. And the great thing about learning to code is that there's always something exciting. You know, there's always something new. It changes all the time. You're not going to, unless, unless you don't put in the time or investment, you're, you're always going to be relevant because there's always something new going on. And um, we've only just scratched the surface of where we can take things. So I think that it gives you really a lifelong um, ability to contribute at a more meaningful level than, you know, just... Yeah. some of the other basic things. 
I, I want to uh, move our conversation more towards how this relates to college students in particular, okay. since that is the majority of the in, in individuals listening to this podcast um, is college students. So I, I, had, I had read a very interesting article that talked about that the best or the like one of the easiest, I wouldn't say easiest because there's a lot of work. I'm, I'm probably saying this wrong if you're listening to this, but one of, like, one of the e things that you can guarantee to get to a six-figure uh, pay is not necessarily college. So you, college used to be the way that if you went to college, you'll get a really good job. It's like you're way into the middle class. And um, there's this big debates going on about whether college gives you the, the same return on investment. But this article that I read talked about that, the, that the, nowadays, the best way for you to do that is to learn how to code and that you don't necessarily need a four-year degree that if you can learn how to code, you can show whether you could do it or not by, by the, what you write or what you yeah. do. And that you can get within, within a year, you can get a job making $60,000, $70,000. Like, have you seen that? Is that still the case? Absolutely. Um, I think you mentioned before, you know, that I work with Thinkful and they're one of the boot camps that teach students how to basically learn a career worthy skill quickly, you know, in, in, in weeks rather than years. And I think that without a doubt, I think that these, if you have tech skills, you will make 60, 70, a hundred thousand dollars a year or more, especially if you're willing to take it further. So let's say, for example, you might say, but I don't want to be a coder. I can't be a coder. Tap into it so that you have enough background knowledge and you understand the basics, but maybe explore user experience design. This is also a very technical field, but they go hand in hand. So there's, there's more than one realm that is beneficial to these students and you will earn not only a great revenue or sorry, um, income potential, you'll also have the ability to potentially do your own thing. You might be able to be a freelancer. You might be able to start a side hustle. You may be able to kind of concept out an idea and actually bring it to life because you understand the steps. But I think how it relates to college students is that maybe don't consider your college degree just enough. Know that you need to augment this with some other skills. For example, um, learning to code, you know, invest in yourself a little bit of extra time. There's tons of free programs out there where you can study and practice on your own. Um, or there's programs like Thinkful that'll take you from zero to hero, or you know, even some of the things that I've done with kids and code teachers. It's really about just being willing to invest in knowledge. And you will, if you stick with it, you will change your life and you will earn you know, a very high income comparable with a doctor or not, you know, potentially even become an entrepreneur and, you know, the, there's the sky's the limit. So let me ask you a question. Let's say that I am, um, I, it doesn't matter if I'm a student or not, but let's say that I invest three hours, uh, two hours a day for five mm -hmm. days a week, so 10 hours a week, I'm investing in learning how to code. Yeah. How long would it take me for me to, on average, right? Everybody could be different. Some are fast learners, yeah. some, some, like I'm a very slow learner, but then when I learn it, I learn it. Um, but on average, how long do you think it would take somebody if they're putting it on about two hours a day to mm -hmm. learn how to code in a, in a way that they can actually get a job in the field? Yeah. Well, I think there's obviously levels of sophistication. So, you know, you would start, I think that if you study, let's say a, su a subject like JavaScript or front-end engineering, you could learn this, I feel very comfortably within three to six months where you'd have enough of a skill that you could demonstrate you know, website creation, 
potentially some hybrid mobile apps, things like that. So we're talking less than a year, you would be ready and prepared to get a job, you know, on a team and, you know, become a, a very um, successful contributor. And then as you continue to evolve, you can take it further and further and further. So you might say, well, how do I prove that I have this skill? Well, what I would recommend is that you do something like code for good, go online, look for people that are looking, for example, charities that need coding help. Contribute to these charities using your time and some of the skills that you're learning and you'll have things that you can show in your portfolio and you'll also learn to solve real some real world problems. You know, you'll 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 have to have the discipline of oh what do I do when this happens or what do I how do I make sure this is secure and you'll learn you know um, maybe more than you would just by doing some practice things out of books um, and there's also tons of things that you can study on let's say github you know check out one of the repos that are there um, make some changes and you know present it back to them and see if they'll publish your changes um, make small um, you know, let's say plugins or things like that. These are all things that will teach you to become more in-depth in this skill. And also you can use and show in your portfolio that you know what you're doing. Same, you know, you could create websites that show you, you know, you can potentially design if you're a designer. There's lots of ways to, to bring this to life. And I think this is amazing because even if you are a college student and you are, you know, maybe one year away from graduation, if you're looking to work for a, a company the, more and more these companies are looking for you to know some basic level of coding or even understand what goes on so that you could talk to the people who are creating the code. Um, because I've had conversations and even some of the individuals that I've brought on the guests, I had EA sports here. I had, um, IBM on the podcast and every single time I talk to them, what are the skills that you're looking for? Even though most of the students listening to this podcast right now are, are business students they are looking for you to understand coding. Um, you don't have to be the expert. You're not the one that is going to write all the code for the company, but you need to be able to talk to that side of the business Absolutely. because more and more those, those worlds are blurring and up. And like, I see that a lot more in finance and accounting and how code is being even marketing, like every area of business. Um, what are some research? So if I am a student listening to this and I said, all right, I want to learn more about learning how to code where can they go? Where do you suggest they start? Oh, there are so many great resources. One that I think is very good is Free Code Camp. And really almost, well, everything on there is free. And there's tons of projects that you can learn. So if you were just starting today, I would say start with JavaScript. It's one of the most sought after programming languages. And it's also used in as the base of frameworks like React and Vue and Angular, which are extremely sought after and high paying um, programming languages to understand. Alternatively, you could explore Python. So now that you have an idea of what language to explore, um, there are sites that offer free tools like codecademy.com. Team Treehouse is not free, but they have great programs. Um, I already mentioned free code camp, but I can't really say enough about how good what they do is. And they also do a, a pretty good aspect in regard to coding for, for charities as well, so that you can contribute and show the, you know, what you're learning and demonstrate it along the way. Uh, there's also sites like code school, um, plural site. These are just a few. Um, there's tons of boot camps. obviously, um, you know, if you're so inclined, something like thankful is awesome. 
programs like I do for the kids are awesome. There's no shortage of opportunities to learn out there. When I was studying, I literally back then would just go and get books. I would invest every week in books, 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 books. And I would just constantly study. And I had this rule for myself. You can't read a fun book until you read at least two tech books. Well, now I have other rules for myself, you know, it'll relate to things like TV. You know, how much time do we use for A lot of people say, well, I don't have time. Okay, well, we can find time. There's some time somewhere that we're using on a task that we can potentially cut out. Take that time and invest in yourself. You don't have to do it forever, just long enough to, you know, create this life that you want. I, I love it. Um, Ashley, what's the best way for anybody that wants to learn more about you and contact you? Uh, you can email me at ashley at codeteachers.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, you can also visit codeteachers.com and find me very easily there. Um, so I really appreciate this. It's awesome. No, I, I'm going to put all those links. Uh, I'll try to put all the links that you mentioned on the show notes. So if everybody looking uh, to learn more about where to start coding and to learn more about Ashley and connect with Ashley, they'll be there. Ashley, last question. What is the one thing you would want students that are listening to this podcast take away from this episode? I think um, the most important thing is that you have this ability within you and that when you do learn this, you can use these skills for good and to change the world. But I, I think I would want you to know that I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it's possible. And if you're willing to stick with it and give it a shot, there's no reason that someone else can do it and you can't. I absolutely 100% believe that you can do this. And it's just a matter of investing a little in yourself. And when it does get tricky, reach out to a mentor, ask someone for help. I'll help you. There's tons of resources. So it's just a matter of sticking with it and um, investing in yourself. Wow, this has been amazing. Ashley, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for being part of the show. You are awesome. I look forward to continuing and build our relationship. Uh, you're the best and continue to do what you do. Like you, like you're, you're motivational. Like you definitely are one of those people that motivate me. So thank, thank you, you so much. For I think you're awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Take care. Thanks everyone. Everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.